This is the Round Robin Diplomacy Podcast with our international business lens on Greece. I'm your host, Aditya DeVaker. We're going to talk about the impact that the coronavirus had on the tourism industry in Greece. But before we can do that, I'm going to lay out what tourism means for Greece and how it looked like prior to the pandemic. We'll talk a little bit about what's been going on in the country and lastly, how it can recover in the coming years. If you've ever seen Summer Lovers, Mamma Mia, For Your Eyes Only, or any other Hollywood blockbuster set in Greece, you're familiar with the site. Crisp blue waves gently rolling next to islands with beautiful views and architecture. It's obvious why anyone would want to go there. Greece's GDP can be divided into roughly three large segments, agriculture, services, and tourism, of which the latter accounts for 11% of the GDP of the country, 16% of the employment in the country, and the situation becomes a lot clearer once you talk about the islands themselves. Santorini itself has tourism account for 70% of its GDP, and 90% of its employment comes from this sector. The same goes for the top five islands, including Crete, Corfu, Rhodes, and Mykonos. These islands started gaining popularity in the 1960s, slowly built a reputation through Hollywood films, and as of late, social media trends and location. You've probably already seen a few of your friends on yachts or just strutting around town in Mykonos and Santorini. In fact, social media has led to a lot of strain to keep up with all the demand on the island. Of course, it lines the paychecks of those working in the sector, but at a high cost to the environment, the waters, and the supply chain that funds activity on the island. It's like the saying investment bankers use with their clients. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Yet for islands like Rhodes, Crete, they really don't have another main option. They're left with the one golden egg, tourism, that they can't afford to lose. So here's why this situation is tricky to handle. Obviously, over-tourism and supply chain management for tourist islands like these in Greece or even the Hawaiian chain in the United States, leads to devastation for the local population. With so many cruise ships and supply ships arriving to the islands to dock, the water pollution kills a lot of habitats and generally causes a lot of pollution and waste. You'll probably never see it for yourself since you'll only travel during peak season and for a week or two at most. But whether it's off season or peak season, The industries that used to see 2 million people arrive to these islands a year in Greece suddenly only see half a million, and in some cases a 100% reduction in tourism due to the pandemic. So Greece really needs to find a way to limit tourism to a sustainable, environmentally friendly way, and try to find a diverse set of services and industries for off-season families who depend on tourist expenditures. It also needs to find a way to kickstart a completely cratered tourism sector by attracting as many people who are able to come to visit Greece. Now, these two dynamics seem to be at complete odds with one another, and that's still true. In this last respect, Greece has found some success. A report issued by the Ministry of Tourism cleared that the surge of COVID cases is not linked to tourism. The numbers of foreign infections were far too low to be a significant cause of case surges. By August 2021, nearly 54% of the Greek population was vaccinated, which is great news for a tourism industry itching to rebound. 
This probably means that if you're planning a Mykonos trip, you'll probably be safe if you yourself are vaccinated. In late July, a Rhodes hotel that wasn't receiving any bookings a year ago is now overwhelmed with 100 bookings a day. This resurgence is great for the industry that has yearned for income, but it's definitely more of a sputter than a flying start. Banks will now remove loan payment moratoria and will slowly start to take away the financial support they offered to these tourism industries during the pandemic. The main challenge that Greece seems to face is getting vaccination numbers up among the key sectors of the economy. The health services and workers, for example, are mandated to receive a jab by September 1st. And overall, the sector is 90% vaccinated. Still, the 10% that are not are causing more and more politically charged protests, leading to more distractions for the government to deal with. So if Greece is going to manage to get their tourism numbers up back to pre-pandemic levels, the government can't afford to take any missteps, although it seems that they're on much better footing than they were last year. Thank you very much for listening to the Business Lens on Greece this week. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you tune in soon. Bye.